0: Welcome to Power Retrieval Podcast, the show dedicated to helping you uncover your inner strength and reclaim your personal power. I'm your host, Mary Armendariz, and in each episode, we'll be diving deep into stories, strategies, insights of incredible individuals who have harnessed their own power to heal and overcome challenges. Get ready to be inspired empowered and equipped with the tools you need to embark on your journey of transformation. Hi, everybody. Today's podcast, I'm super excited because we have somebody across the pond with us and she is amazing. Her name is Gord Handel and she is a trauma expert and she's an inner um inner child expert so she really teaches us how to go in and heal those past trauma and and wounds she's also the inventor of the infinite trust method so we're going to have a beautiful talk today and let's see what kind of tricks we can um, get from her to help us with our inner problems and traumas that we've all been through so welcome and thank you for being here today.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm just grateful to be here and having another conversation with you. I know whenever we have a conversation, it just, it's amazing and it's beautiful.
0: It sure is. Actually, because I was on your podcast and we had such a good time and our connection was just so beautiful. So this is so fun that we can do this again.
1: I'm excited. (laughs) Thank
0: you. (laughs) So let's, let's start, let's just get right into it. Let's talk about, um, So most people I know that like their ego gets so in the way and they're like, I've never had trauma, never had trauma. And it's like, really? Because pretty much all of us have had trauma because that's part of our work here on Schoolroom Earth, right, is to work through the trauma. So how how do you look at that and what's your thoughts on on trauma and people in denial about trauma?
1: So you could have the most amazing upbringing in the world but you'll still have trauma. We all have trauma, whether it's small or large, it's gonna be different for everybody. But say, for example, you you were brought up in a loving family, you know, it's very supportive. There may have been trauma that happened to your parents growing up that you've actually taken on board, or it might be something that your great grandparents had or the fears that they had growing up. You may have absorbed them or something could have happened to you in school or something could have happened to you at work. Trauma isn't just about our family. A A lot of the time we think it's family, but it's not. It can be our environments. It's things that around us that can shape us as well as to why we have trauma. So whenever somebody's in denial, which I personally had was in denial 11 years ago, I was like me, trauma? No, no. What are you talking about? I'm fine. I'm great. I'm strong. You know, that word, I'm strong. That word always comes up. Right. (laughs) And it wasn't until I looked within and realized that actually the reason why I was being the way I was feeling was because of trauma. There was a reason why I was very angry and had resentment in my life. And that stemmed not just from me, but it stemmed through my family. It was a pattern that i would learned. So I would say that anyone who says, you know, I don't have any trauma, you're allowing your ego to talk and not listen from within. When you listen from within, you can then start to understand why you feel the way you feel, what is holding you back. And there's no shame in that. Trauma is this word that people get scared about, like, oh, it's scary and it's, oh it's, it's, it's icky and oh no I don't want to go near it but once you do my god your life will change like I'm so grateful today for doing the inner work and for actually looking at my trauma 11 years ago because I wouldn't be here right now having this beautiful com- beautiful conversation with you in a very calm manner I was very different I was an alpha female very ah, in your face that was trauma that was me putting on a mask hiding who I really was and a lot of us do that in society again like you might be going to work and putting on this brave face, like everything's fine, but you probably have trauma inside. And that is what is holding you back from actually being your true authentic self.
0: So that is beautifully said. And I agree with you hundred percent. So, how do we like for somebody who is in denial? What yes. would be the first tip you could give us is like to look at what what should we look at like mm. in our lives? Who should we look at our relationships? Should we look at past things? Should we talk to our parents about maybe this, about what happened to grandma or grandpa? Because I know that affects us now too as well, right?
1: It really varies. It depends what you're going through. But the first question actually is more about yourself, I would say. So you could ask yourself, why am I feeling angry right now? What is it that is making me angry who is making me angry that's actually the key question who is making me angry because when you can realize who is making you angry say for example if it's your father then you can be like okay what is it about him that makes me angry and then you can start to ask those questions you know why is he like this why why is he the way he is with me or why do we clash so much then you can have those conversations with him but you've got to start with yourself because you've got to start you know we don't have knowledge of self right we spent our whole life you know getting jobs and following these career paths and you know society telling us how to live and act and behave but we have no knowledge of self we need to have a relationship with ourselves we need to love and nourish ourselves we need to date ourselves so in order to do that we need to come home we need to say hey what's going on why am i feeling this way once we ask those questions then it's easier to go to family then we can see cultural patterns then we can see society patterns then we can see other patterns work trauma you name it other you know, I just want to just say something about work trauma. A lot of people don't realize that work trauma isn't just your own trauma. It could be your parents' trauma or what happened to them in their work life that you've inherited or you have picked up that fear. But again, we start with ourselves and then we work through other areas of our life. Now this, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Like it does take time. It took me seven years to do this, like peeling off all the layers, which I now teach my clients within the space of four months. But the thing is, we have to go from within. That is the key. There is no other way. But again, yeah, I will go back to that question. What is making me angry? Why am I sad? Who made me sad? And then start to work your way through it.
0: That's, you know what, you're absolutely right. So how do we, so we start looking within. So, so we just start saying, how do I feel? What do I need? What do I need to
1: change? Right? Because you're, you're talking to your inner child
0: we don't have
1: a child anymore right so we've forgotten her or him inside so the key is when we're asking that question we are asking our inner child who is the wounded one so that he or she inside is like i'm angry ah i don't know why i'm angry ah when we go okay so why are you angry and you can just write it pen to paper because there's something so powerful about pen to paper when we write when we keep everything in our mind we can't see things clearly but when we start to write the pen will just naturally flow, and then the answers will come You know, why am I feeling angry? And your inner child be like, because so and so did this to me and so and so said that to me and that's how it made me feel. Okay, who else made me angry? Well, they did this and they did that and blah, blah, blah. Okay, who else is my childhood? This person did this. You know, slowly the story unravels. The peelings happen. So that's why it's so important to ask those questions because you're actually nourishing that inner child because you're making her or him feel safe and understood for the first time probably in God knows how many years that we've forgotten about them.
0: We, we absolutely so the inner child is can be traumatized inner child the happy inner child the sad inner child so how do you connect to your inner child Asking
1: those questions with all those questions <laughs> do you, all those questions like you start with one so you ask right, me, what do i need but that's the key is that's how you start to get to know your inner child because then you can say to him or her that okay what do i need right now and she might right. say oh i just need a hug oh i just need to go play and then go do it you know right. When I started my journey, like I remember feeling angry, frustrated, and then I, I was I could feel my sadness of my inner child. I'm like, what do you want to do? And I read 30 different things I wanted to do in that year. And I went and did it. it was like painting, it was dancing, it was climbing someplace. Like I just did whatever I needed to do and it nourished my inner child. The key is to ask him what or he needs. And it because made
0: he- you feel joyful and happy and fulfilled, right?
1: Yeah, because the inner child will always lead you to creativity. As children, we were creative. That's right. Again, society has stopped us from being creative by saying, oh, we need to grow up. And that's not a real career path, right? You know, anyone who's an artist or in any kind of a music industry or anything creative often get told it's, you know, stop dreaming. But that's our inner child. Wow. Because we're here to play and create and be magical. We're here to, you know, evolve and, you know, take risks which we've kind of forgotten a lot of the time. So we have to ask those questions to let that out because we, we can't remember, you know, I remember as a child, I wanted to, you know, play the piano. I'd forgotten about it. And it was when I started doing my wife, I was like, what do you want to do? And she's like, play the piano. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I want to paint. I was like, okay, what else do you want to do? I'm going to go and start skipping again, which I did as a kid. Okay. I did gymnastics as a kid. I was like, oh, I want to start like doing handstands and backflips. Okay.
0: Oh, I and- love that. So how did you get started on tapping into your inner self, your inner child? What 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 point did you get in your life when you're like, I can't do this anymore? What happened?
1: Oh, gosh, it's an interesting story. (laughs) So I had a career in journalism. I always thought I was going to be a journalist and I was going to live that life. And, you know, it was just a dream of mine from the age of like 15. And I, I was in health journalism, which is something I love. I've always loved health. And I got into that industry and I just was just Discussed how people were treating people it's very toxic the energy was not kind It was very health of female energy and you have to behave in a way to to succeed and I lost myself in that process I really did and I remember it was like and all these things started happening in my life like um, I was having toxic relationships friends we were arguing lots of things were happening and it took me to have a redundancy and a cancer scare at the age of 25 to walk away. I remember everything was like building up. I was getting angry with friends. I could hardly sleep. I was taking, gosh, I was taking, anti- like not, not, I wasn't taking antidepressant I am about to say that, but I'm not. I was taking um, paracetamol, ibuprofen. Um, I took, you name it, whatever I could to sleep. And oh, I remember going to the hospital where they'd misdiagnosed me at the time, but I didn't know at that point. But there was so much stuff happening on my body, which I didn't understand. And I was sitting in the hospital room waiting. And I was like, you know, how we do, you know, playing that victim, why me? What have I done to deserve this, right? And then I hear a voice, you created this. And I was like, what? And there was nobody in the room. I was like, what? <laughs> okay, I'm going crazy. You know, that's the best thing we think, right? Oh, I'm going crazy. Something's wrong with me. I better not say anything. Okay, I'm just going to be quiet. so I had my meeting with my, my doctor at the time. And they said we misdiagnosed you i walked out of the hospital i cried and i heard it's time to heal and i never looked back i went back home i wrote 30 pages of my life in seven hours and i saw all my patterns of my life and as to why i was feeling the way i did i looked in the mirror and i cried and i said it's time to love myself i have no idea how i did that till this day it just happened but that's what led me on this journey of doing the inner work i walked away from a career in journalism i went on this journey of just going from within I would go to lots of events I ended up having a radio show with a friend and we would do like Reiki and all these different things on on the radio show and then it led me to the podcast but the reason like my journey hasn't been simple that what I'm trying to say it's that it took me seven years to figure these things out it wasn't overnight you know and then I got sick later on with a kidney problem and I would have to sit there and face some of the things that I thought I faced like cultural problems, society problems, ancestral problems, my family trauma, work trauma, grief, patriarchy, you name it, all of it just kept shedding up and that's when it all kind of started, I started to heal and do the work. But again, it wasn't simple. And I wish I had support. I didn't have support at the time. I just was like, no, I can do it. You know, when you're very independent, you think, oh yeah, I can fix everything but we need support. I've learned that now we all need love and support in order to move forward in our lives. And, you know, I'm not saying for everybody, this is how your life is going to be. This is just an extreme version of what can happen. But when you hear the voice, go within, because if you don't, it will come back in a stronger way. So I heard it when I was 21 years old. I had a car accident at 21 years old. I had, again, I didn't listen to me having problems. I went and carried on and three months later, I couldn't tell you what I had for breakfast or how many hours sleep I had. I was—I had lost the plot at that point. And then I learned to slow down, but the universe was telling me, you're overdoing it, mm-hmm. slow down, listen from within. And then I did listen from within. I got i got busted within the space of three months. The reason why I was saying about the antidepressants, I actually had a doctor say to me, oh, you're depressed, take these tablets. Jesus. And I went to another, yeah, I went to another doctor. I was like, I'm not depressed, ripped off the prescription. And I said, okay, I had a car accident. This is what happened. I just said, go out into nature. Take time off. Blessing. Had I not done that, I wouldn't be here today. I honestly believe that. I wouldn't be doing the work that I do. But, you know, that was the first, like, knock. Something's not right. You shouldn't be doing this career path. You're not listening. Then when I hit 25, it was like, okay, I'm going to give you an explosion now. Here's the cancer scare. Here's the redundancy. Here, everything's going to go wrong. And you're going to go for women. And that's what happened in my life.
0: Oh my gosh, that is an awesome story. I, I'm sorry that all went down, but it was necessary for you to do what you're doing now because it it's kind of sounds like a lot of other people are going through that, but they're not listening and they keep getting the repeat thing happening over and over again. So what is your tip for people to go within? How would we start listening to our inner strength? What, what tools can you give us to go? Is it meditation? Is it, what is it?
1: You see, in the beginning, I wouldn't say meditation. The reason why I say this is because a lot of us are in our head. So we're like, oh, let's go do meditation. And then we're looking around the room going, what's that sound? Who's that? You know, exactly. we're, we were not listening. And I did that for many years. Obviously, now it's a different story. I can just sit there and I can meditate within a few minutes. I'm going to say journal. Journal your thoughts. Every single day, I do it without fail. Every single night, I write down what my day has been like, what's been going on. I'll either bullet point it or write loads of paragraphs, but start to have a relationship with yourself. So when you start to do that and release all that stuff that's going on in your mind from day to day, you will start to actually listen from within because now you're going, mm, well, that wasn't great. So maybe tomorrow I want to have a better day. So how about I be grateful for what I've got right now? Because a lot of us are not grateful for what we have. And when we start to be more grateful, we feel joyful. We feel happier. So it could be little things like, I'm grateful that I had a shower today. I'm grateful that I met so-and-so. I'm grateful that I was present today. It can be anything. And then you can do little things like, I want to manifest, but again, not the big things. You know, you don't need to manifest a car or manifest a dream house. What would you like to manifest tomorrow? It could be like, "I'm, I'm manifesting to have a great conversation with somebody. I'm manifesting to have this done. I'm manifesting to go for a walk. And when you start to do that, you start to have a relationship with yourself. And that's what I found is when I started to do that, then I was able to start to be be present with myself because now there's less clutter in my head. Now I'm able to connect to myself. And a lot of us will make an excuse and I've heard this for years, I don't have time. We have time to go for a shower, you have time to go for a walk, you have time to run to work, but you don't have time for yourself? Hmm, that's where a lot of us are, are, are failing to understand that we have to take time, whether it's 10, 15 minutes a day, just sit and connect with yourself. And then once you start to dump everything down, you can journal whenever you want, like, how am I feeling? What do I need right now? Why am I feeling angry? And as we start to do that, we start to build a stronger relationship with ourselves.
0: I love that. That is beautiful because everybody can pick up a pin and you don't have to worry about your spelling. Don't worry about any of that. Just start writing. And don't think too much about it because it'll flow. And that's when you start getting in touch with your inner self and your guides because then they'll start working through you as well. I think that is a great tip to just journal. I don't think we do that enough. And you know, the other thing you said too is a great point is that's all I hear. I hear it from my sisters. I hear it from my friends. I don't have time. I'm like, you have time to watch TV. You have time to you know what I mean you take two hours to put your makeup on it's like come on take Mm -hmm. 10 minutes five minutes just to sit and just you just listen just listen just listen to around your house listen to those creaks and noises because that's when you start tuning in
1: and that's how we we're meant to be you know people in the Amazon rainforest reason why they've got great intuition and they trust themselves is because they listen sounds they listen to the little things that we ignore in the modern day world you know they're so they can sense things that half of us can't sense and that's because they've been doing it from such a young age they're not using television or other things to escape from reality they're actually listening and trusting themselves because they know that's about survival you know in the jungles in the woodlands they, they they that's how they are able to know when the seasons are changing they don't have a mobile phone but they pay attention to their surroundings yeah also right. I was going to say, you don't have to just journal like with a pen. You can actually just write in the notes in your phone because some people don't like to write. So you can actually write in your notes and just let it all out and just see what happens.
0: Yeah, that's a good tip. So do you feel like when you were going through all of that hell you went through, do you feel like you were getting signs to, hey, you're not paying attention until you know how you get those signs, but you ignore them and, and then something worse happens? Did you, do, if you were called back, did you ever get those signs?
1: Sorry, can you say that again? Like, I I realized that my mic wasn't on.
0: <laughs> oh, it's okay. So, you know, like, you know how, like, tr- like you you repeat your same patterns and beliefs, but you know, in your gut, you're doing the wrong thing and you get these signs, but we ignore it. And then something traumatic really happens. Did, did you, if you recall back, do you remember all those signs that you were given
1: yeah, 100%, even from a child, like, were always signs, you know, when I didn't trust my gut, where I didn't speak up, you know, I'd have the answer, and then somebody would say it, and I'd be like, hey, that was what I was saying, or I would tell them the answer, and they'd, they would say it, and I'm like, that was my answer, right? Oh, yeah. Lots of different things, like, I, you know, my gut would say, mm, don't trust that person, Mm, this is not right, oh, don't go there, it's not safe, but like, oh, it's fine, yeah. or, you know, today, I don't think you should go to that place, but oh, no, I'm going to go there. And then like there is traffic, it's raining, your feet, you know, there's water on your feet. You know, you're trying everything and anything to get to that place. And Mm -hmm. the universe is saying no. And then the trains get delayed and you're like, oh my God, whenever those things happen now, the first thing I go, right, okay, cancel. I've learned my lessons. Like I used to push myself (laughs) beyond this ridiculous.
0: I know, me too. And the big word is N-O with a period and you don't have to say anything else, but period. And O is a sentence, done. So let me ask you, the inf- infinite trust
1: method, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So it's a four-month program. And the reason why it's four months is because I don't believe that we can do transformations overnight. Yes, I do have like a VIP day where it's like a big transformation, but this is a deep transformation where it's your whole life. And it needs time. You know, You need time to understand why things are happening. So what happens is I have eight sessions. And so within those eight sessions, we kind of look at different things. And so the first session is all about understanding who you are as an individual. So we kind of look at what are your patterns, why you're behaving, what you're doing. We kind of look a lot about your family patterns because that's like the starting point. And then we have the next week, which is all about healing and doing the dirty work. So this is actually part of the VIP day. And oh my God, it's the most powerful session out of all of them. We look at your ancestral, cultural, society, familiar, you name it, patterns. And we pull them out from the root. And that's it. And I give you tools and show you how to do it. Sometimes it goes over five hours. I've had I think the height I've had is eight. Yeah. But the thing is we don't realize how much trauma we all have. But when we pull that out, life becomes lighter. But you see, when we pull all of that out, then we can start to love ourselves. So that's when the next week happens where we look at that, look at how you can love yourself. But again, there's patterns of like why you don't love yourself. So we look at your family patterns, your cultural patterns, your society patterns. We're always looking at those kind of things to see why you struggle it, with it. And then we create a loving relationship with yourself. Then when it's all about holding boundaries, because now that you've healed the past, you can think clearly, you can love yourself. You can now hold boundaries with people. And then after that, we look at your inner child, you know, she, because she, again, she finds it hard to be nourished and she finds it hard to understand herself. But when that stuff is cleared and she starts speaking her truth, loving herself, it's Mm -hmm. so much easier to listen to her and ask her. And we meet her and we ask her, what does she need right now? You know, Mm -hmm. why is she feeling the way she's feeling? And then after that, we do a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of other things that we do, but everything gets lighter once we've done week two. And by the time you get to week eight, you're in your empowered energy and you're trusting yourself. You know who you are. We also look at your numerology as to why you are. What are your family karmic patterns? What is holding you back in your life? It's so powerful. That's what I mean. It's it's four months of deep transformation where you really come back home to yourself. You know, it's all about coming back to the real version of you. So we peel off all the layers to bring you back to an empowered version that you were always meant to be.
0: And you have infinite trust in yourself at the end.
1: That's the key. Yeah, it's all about trusting yourself. It's not about me telling you what to do. It's about being a guide. You know, it's all about you trusting in you. So even when I speak to you, like, or, or any of my clients, like, it's all about what can you do? What do you think? Rather than say, guys, give me the answers or, you know, dependency. I, You know, you see a lot of it within the spiritual community where come to my session, come to this. And like, it's like you're being pushed to constantly come all the time, but there's never healing done. It's never making you trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. The way I work is all about helping to guide you back home to yourself, because once you've done that, life becomes easier.
0: And I agree with you 100% on that, because a lot of people, they're like, just keep coming back, keep coming back. And they don't leave you with any tools. And you're just struggling. And you're like, you know, I felt really good with that session. But now it's all the same. Nothing's changed. And that's the beautiful thing about you teaching people how to actually help themselves open themselves up so they can stay on the right path and have faith and trust in themselves because it's all about ourselves it's no we look at everybody else to solve our problems and then you get attached to like a psychic or a medium or whatever <laughs> and it's like you can't function without them I've seen it so many
1: times I've been there I went my starting on my journey I've been there like I used to go to all these like events. you know I've broken boards with my hands I've broken arrows in my throat, I've walked over fire, I've walked over glass, you name it. And it used to like, made me excited. I'm like, oh yes, yes, yes. Right, what's the next thing? It was always about what's the next thing? And then the, universe, how it funnily works. Like I got really sick, but I had a kidney problem as I was mentioning earlier. And it's like, no, 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 now you're not going to run. Now you're going to have to face things on a deeper level. You thought you did the work. That was just a little bit. This is the deeper stuff. And then I had to sit with it and I had to learn how to peel it all out and just remove it. And it was the biggest hurt, but it was the biggest blessing that I needed in my life because then it made me realize I didn't need those like uplifting events and, you know, exciting events. I just needed me Mm -hmm. because when I had me, I knew what to do. Right. And I had people in my life come back who had played, who I'd allowed actually to try and manipulate me or say, you need this, or you need this product. You know, and I'd be like, no. Mm -hmm. Was the old me was like oh yes okay maybe i need this oh yeah oh yeah this might help but it made me realize that i needed to trust in myself and that's the biggest blessing that's what that's why i do what i do because i want people to be at that that same place where they trust in themselves so much that they don't doubt themselves ever again and especially as women we have doubted ourselves for centuries you know it's within patriarchy you know our mothers our grandmothers had to rely on men you know they didn't know how to trust themselves and so we are that generation to trust from within because when we trust from within, we heal their legacy. We also heal our own and we also heal the past. And it's so powerful. And I, I just know that when you know yourself, you will you will just shine brightly in the world and you won't give a shit about a lot of things.
0: And you're absolutely right. And then everything like kind of ripples into a, a place for you once you're in that that place of alignment it just goes, everything works. You're, you're totally connected and you you don't have to struggle and that ego gets so bad and it takes you, you can't sleep, you can't eat, you're freaking out. And then once you start tapping into your true inner self and trust, that's what I love that you call it. The infinite trust method. It's huge. That's a strong thing to say. So well done to you.
1: And is there anything else you want to share with us before we We end here. I would say that you're never alone. You've got this, the divine power, power, God, universe, you name it, will always guide you. We've just been taught to think we're alone, but we're not alone. When we ask, we will receive. And they will show us the way. But you have to say, I'm ready, or I'm done with this crap. And that's where I was in my life back in 2012. I was like, I'm done with being angry. I'm done with these kind of friendships. I'm done with this. And that's when I was sat in the hospital going, why me? And the universe said, Well, hey, you create this. And I was like, what? No. That you know, that was the message I needed for me to realize. And, you know, ask God, universe have power, whatever you believe in, what's the next stage stage in your life? Or you could write in your journal saying, I'm done with this story. Can you show me the way? And let it unfold. And like you said, see the what you know, see what happens on your journey. You know, a book might drop or something might happen in your life or a conversation with somebody allow yourself to receive, you know, it could even just be like nature talking to you or you go past something and it reminds you of something of your childhood. Allow yourself to be open to that and everything will shift. The right people, the right places will just open up to you.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. So
1: everybody check out her website. Where can they find you at? Sure. So that's G-U-R-D-S-H-U-N-D-A-L.com. Or if you just type in my name in Google, I'll come up. I'm, I'm everywhere.
0: <laughs> oh Yeah. And plus we'll put it in all the all the links. So thank you so much for being with us today. Go have a session with her. She's super powerful and she's loving. She's Her heart is true, you guys. And so um, anyways, I will see you guys next time. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another empowering episode of Power Retrieval. Remember, your journey to reclaim your inner might is ongoing and every step you take matters. If you found today's episodes inspiring, be sure to subscribe so you never miss another episode. As we wrap up today's show, I encourage you to carry forward the wisdom you've gained and apply it in your daily life. You have the power within yourself to create a life full of love, happiness, and abundance. So be sure to stay connected with us on social media. I would love to hear your insights and your breakthroughs. Until next time, keep retrieving your power. Embrace the remarkable force that you are. This is Mary Armendaris signing off. Stay empowered.